The Way Out Podcast, episode 45. When you're alone, guess what? You're stern and you're, you're just smoldering in your past. 34 years of addiction. It started simply, you know, they, they say that pot is the gateway drug. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. Did you start with pot or did you have a cigarette first? I had a smoke first. Yeah, see? Yep. So it right. actually starts with the cigarette, then it'll go to yep. a beer, yep. and then it's going to yep. go to pot, and then it's going to go to anything bigger. If, we, if we're if we raised in San Diego, eight miles away from Tijuana, Mexico, uh, and uh, that's where my addiction took root. It was, uh, I was expelled from the, from the San Diego County School District. I was the Spicoli, my first love, once I got it, once I was was meth. My first yep. love. I mean, I've been drinking. Yep. I'm 12, 13 years old. I'm drinking. Yep. But that power of that adrenaline. Sure. I'm a fighter. I've been a fighter my whole life. I've been a fighter as in I purposely hurt people. Mm-hmm. I, I was always the aggressive guy. Yeah. Like I said, I was the Spicoli. Now, I can't now, even see that. I'm looking at you, Big Tim Dowds. I cannot see that. That's oh, amazing. Brother, I was evil. Yeah. Uh, here, let me explain that. You see that tattoo right there? Yeah. That's my nickname in Arkansas. That's a toucan, right? Yep. It's a bird. You yep. wouldn't think much of it. Yeah, that toucan, that doesn't stand for a bird. Uh, if I, I fought so much, I, I hurt people on purpose, that if I didn't knock you out with the first punch, I knocked you out with the second one. So if one can't, two can. Welcome. Thank you for joining us on this week's installment of The Way Out. Sharing stories from people just like you who have recovered from alcoholism and other addictions. The Way Out does not speak on behalf of, nor are we affiliated with the 8012-step organization. Our purpose is to share with you, one episode at a time, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. The Way Out podcast is sponsored by Transitions Daily. Would you like to join a free, anonymous, online group that offers a daily topic email with popular recovery resources accompanied by a secret Facebook group for discussion? Go to dailyaaemails.com for more information about Transitions Daily. Don't forget to share dailyaaemails.com with friends, in meetings, and with sponsees in recovery. Make sure to check out the official website of the Way Out Podcast at www.wayoutcast.com. There you will find links to our latest episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Radio FM. You can also follow The Way Out Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Help us get the message out that lifelong recovery from alcoholism and addiction is possible by giving us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. The Way Out Podcast is on now. I'm your host, Charlie L. This week, I had the incredible, absolutely amazing opportunity to interview Big Jim Downs of BigJimsWalk.com. Big Jim is truly walking the walk for recovery across America to raise awareness and funds for addiction and alcoholism recovery. Big Jim is a big guy with a big, big heart and a big, amazing story of redemption. We recorded this at the Sober and Serious second annual barbecue right before he went and delivered an amazing 
talk, which you will hear in an upcoming special episode of The Way Out Podcast. It's a little noisy in the background, but it's worth your ears. Listen up. Big Jim Downs, welcome to The Way Out Podcast. I cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your amazingly busy schedule trekking across America, ladies and gentlemen, all in the name of recovery. Thank you. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. I got one word to sum up Minnesota. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Are you kidding me? What am I talking about? Are you guys kidding me? This is the most incredible uh, recovery family it's like a city of soberness and people reaching out to each other, being able to see others reaching down to be able to help somebody struggle. This is a model that I want to take with me down south. This is amazing. Absolutely. You know, this ability to have this recovery community. And when we recover, we recover together. Absolutely. That's the only way. we got to have that accountability. we got to be able to, to see we've got to change and start bringing love back into the picture, brother. We yes, gotta bring I, that love. I, and, and, and this idea that, you know, in my active addiction and alcoholism, uh, my disease wants to get me alone. Absolutely it does. And it wants to uh, get me at my most vulnerable so that it can kill me. A hairline crack in the dam will flood the valley below. Absolutely. So when you're alone, guess what? You're stirring and you're you're just smoldering in your past. You know, I'm a very spiritual person. I believe that the Lord and Savior is the one that has delivered me from my addiction. And let me tell you something. You know what the devil wants to do? He wants to constantly remind you of your past because he does not want you to think of the greatness that you have in your future as a sober and clean individual, a child of God, that you're going to be able to, he knows that you're going to be able to reach out to others. Oh my gosh, the devil's so afraid of us that are clean and sober because we're no longer generals for him and his army. We are now out here saving everyone else from the lies that he gets because the devil is a lie. It is a lie. And, you know, that life uh, of addiction, um, tell me about uh, what it was like for you in your, uh, in your active addiction and alcoholism. Tell me a little bit about that, Jim. 34 years of addiction. It started simply, you know, they, they say that pot is the gateway drug. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. Did you start with pot or did you have a cigarette first? I had a smoke first. Yeah. See? Yep. So it right. actually starts with the cigarette, then it'll go to yep. a beer, yep. and then it's going to yep. go to pot, and then it's going to go to anything bigger if, we, if, we're, if we're in that direction, if we're that kind of a person. Every person's made unique. That's right. Every person has their own individual ways of how they, they deal with it. But with me, it went cigarette, it went beer, it went meth. At yep. the age of 14, I did my first line of peanut butter crank, Dished out by the Hells Angels, it was uh, that was the stuff in Southern California, man. Yeah, they yeah. were on top. And that's of where it. you came up was in Southern California. Yep, born and raised in San Diego, eight miles away from Tijuana, Mexico, uh, and uh, that's where my addiction took root. It was uh, I was expelled from the from the San Diego County School District. I was the Spicoli. I was the Spicoli. Uh, If I didn't go to uh, school hammered in some way, uh, something was wrong. Everyone was like, what's going on with Jim? He's (laughs) sober. I know. know, 
It's funny, you know, I, I, I spent uh, so many of my days in that uh, um, high school period completely fucked up that uh, um, the only time people would accuse me of being on drugs was when I wasn't. Yeah! You know what I'm I saying? I totally got that. Dude, what, what kind of new stuff do you got? <laughs> yeah, I feel like, dude. What's going on in your head, man? Like, I want to be there. And like, I'm sober, and it wasn't my plan. <laughs> You got anything? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to fix it. So when you first used, you know, we all have our drug of choice. For me, it was alcohol. That was my first love. It did for me at the time what I could not do for myself. Right. 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 And it made me feel the way I thought I should feel. Right. And right. it took all of the pain away. It took all of the anxiety away. It took all of it away. All the insecurity. Right. And all I wanted to do was do that again. Right. Over and right, over right. and over. Right. Can you relate to that? Absolutely. My first, my first love. Once I got it, once I was, was meth. My first yep. love. I mean, I have been drinking. Yep. I'm 12, 13 years old. I'm drinking. Yep. But that power of that adrenaline. Sure. I'm a fighter. I've been a fighter my whole life. I've been a fighter as in I purposely hurt people. Mm -hmm. I, I was always the aggressive guy. Yeah. Like I said, I was the Spicoli. Now, I can't now, even see that. I'm looking at you, Big Tim Dowds. I cannot see that. That's oh, amazing. Brother, I was evil. Yeah. Uh, here, uh, let me explain that. You see that tattoo right there? Yeah. That's my nickname in Arkansas. That's a toucan, right? Yep. It's a bird. Yep. You wouldn't think much of it. Yeah, that toucan, that doesn't stand for a bird. Uh, if I, I fought so much, I, I hurt people on purpose, that if I didn't knock you out with the first punch, I knocked you out with the second one. So if one can't, two can. Okay. So Yay. That's real life. And I tattooed that to myself. Wow. I lived that life. I love that badge yep. of honor. Yeah, yeah, But I yep. could fight yep. at the drop of a hat, and sure. I knew I'd win. Right. Out of 500 fights, I lost one. So you, so you, so anger was really a big oh, part of. Anger was huge, but my root. So before we get there, let me throw that back at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah my 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 love was meth. Yeah. But I started feeding two monsters because I love meth so much. I did a ton of it. Yep. So now I'm so high. I'm wired. I'm geetered. I'm out of my mind. Man, I found out that if I drank a bunch of whiskey, a bunch of wild turkey, I'd take the edge off. Oh, heck yeah. Now, yep, yep, yep. I'm going fast and I'm not ticking. Right. I don't have, I, I'm able to get, think things through a little bit. Right. And then I would drink way too much. Sure. Now, I need to get high again because That's right. I'm hammered. That's right. So, my whole life, I've been feeding two, two monsters. Yeah. And, uh, that God-sized hole, right? You had that God-sized hole inside of you, brother, and you were using everything you could to fill that God-sized hole. I was medicating so hard, but you know what I was doing? I was putting blinders over my eyes. I was sure. putting blinders in my life. And uh, this, this void that I had, I found out later my root cause. In recovery, I found this. You know, I've only been through one recovery program, and I'm clean 19 months today. God bless it. Now, is that nights and weekends, too? 19 weekends? Yeah. Are you saying you've been sober for 19 months? 19 months. And that includes nights and weekends? Nights and weekends. I, I, and I holidays? Have not, I have not had a drink, a dope, or anything at all since October 12, 2015. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a miracle. It is a miracle. God bless you. Are you kidding me? God I bless you. I'm a walking billboard of miraculous things. <laughs> I was a monster. I was a beast. I was I was an evil guy that left a wake of chaos behind me. Yes. Wherever I went, people 
move. Yeah. Because I was that evil guy. Right, right. When I'm standing in line for someone, I'm chewing on a 12-gauge shotgun shell, staring at them, ready to eat their face. Right, right, but right, right. through the power, the glory, the grace and mercy of my Lord and Savior that I absolutely hated two years ago. Yep. I can, I can so relate to that, Tim. It's funny because, so, you know, when I was 11 years old, my mom died, and I made, a fate, I made a very fateful decision at that point because I said I wanted nothing to do with a God <laughs> that would do that. Yeah. To, to, uh, I wanted nothing to do with it. So I gave God two middle fingers Absolutely. at 11 years Been old. Been there, said, done that. No, thank you. Absolutely. You know? want nothing to do for me. What yep. have you done for me? Yep. You took from me the one anchor I had in Correct. my life Yep. That was keeping me grounded. Right. And you want to take that from me? What yep. kind of God yep. are you? Bingo. What kind of individual? Yep. Yep. Who do you yep. think you That's are? That's right. So I'll do this on my own. Right. Because you know what? This. I don't need you. I can be God over my Bingo. life. I can be God because you know what? I'm good at being God. Because yep. yep. I get what I want, when I want, how I want yep. it, right here and now. Yep. You ready for the honest truth? I am. You suck at being God. Really suck. You suck so bad at being God. <laughs> I suck horribly at being God. And what I, I found so out, I found out that when I when I realized that I suck at being God and I let him be God, I'm clean and sober. Isn't that amazing? I'm walking across America. I'm 48 years old, totally out of shape, walking across America, bringing his <laughs> word, reaching out to people, trying to help him and save their lives. Are you kidding me? I used to hate everyone. Yep. And I hated myself the yep. most. Yep. Bingo. But guess what? That's how he works. When you give up your life and you surrender everything to him, and you reach, because you're at the bottom. Guess That's what? Right. There's only one way to reach. Bingo. Your only way to reach is up. And I That's promise right. you this, and I say this to everyone. A doorknob will not give you the hope that you need. It is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that will give you the hope that you need to be able to clean your life up, sober your life up, to be able to change your life and transform within. There is not an idol out there of Jesus Christ. There is not right. a metal object. There's not a wood object. There's nothing like that. You want to know why? Because it's the word. It's what's in the Bible. He, our God, is meant to be heard, not looked at. Right. Our God is meant to come into you, transform you, and take all that hate, all that anger, all that stress, take all this evilness and wickedness that's in your life and turn it and change it into one simple word, love. Love. Amen, brother. Love. That's it. So from my perspective, I got to the point where, you know, like you said, I sucked at being my own higher power. You know what also sucked at being my higher power? Drugs. You know what also sucked at being my higher <laughs> yeah. power? Alcohol. Come on, bro. You know what else Come sucked on. at being my higher power? Women. Come you know on. what else Come sucked on. at being higher power? Sex. Yep. All those things failed. Everything. They failed me. I failed me. Yep. Drugs failed me. Alcohol failed me. People failed me. But you know what? In 24 months of, actually 30 months of sobriety, you know who hasn't failed me yet? God. Uh, God. Hasn't failed yet. I'm sorry. Did you just say God? God. Did you just say God? Hasn't failed yet. Has not failed Has you. Has not failed me. So let me ask you a question on your own show. <laughs> let me throw this, this at you. Know you know what? This is the first time. This is way out podcast history. Let me throw some questions right. at you. So you know that God has got you. 
I do. You know that God has transformed you. I do. You know that God has taken and blessed you. I do. So what are you doing to make it happen for other people? This podcast, brother, Amen, this podcast, brother. brother, this podcast is is my extension of being able to be of maximum service to the God of my understanding and the people around me. And that's the God's, that's God's will for me. We'll take a short pause for my interview with Big Jim Downs for another edition of Recovery Revealed. Big Jim Downs is an amazing man with an amazing story and a big heart and a mission to match. Jim's message is one that we might not hear enough in the recovery community. The way we spread the message of hope, the message that there is a solution, there is a way out, is by one recovered addict or alcoholic reaching out to another who is still suffering and meets them where they're at. We recover by virtue of this powerful one-to-one connection that only the once broken are truly capable of. Jim couldn't be more right. We aren't going to spread recovery through the billion-dollar corporations, the bureaucratic-laden government, or even the well-intended church community. Hope and recovery spreads from me to you through the gifts we're given as a part of our collective recoveries. Remember, when we recover out loud, we make waves that spread the infectious contagion of hope, which begs the recipient to spread it far and wide. Be the hope to someone who needs it as often and as much as you can, because I guarantee you, you will not regret it. Now back to the second half of my interview with Big Jim Downs at the second annual Sober and Serious Barbecue. Don't forget, the way we get the message out to those who still suffer is to give this podcast a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. You found your intended purpose. Bingo. That's what I'm speaking about today. Not about just my testimony, not just about what... Uh, what my past was, but to give encouragement and to offer it to anyone that wants to listen. And, and, and there's a simple word that that can sum that up right there, exactly what you said. Hope. You found hope. Oh, you kidding me? I cried for the first time. For the first time in so many yeah. years. Yeah. In step five. Yeah. I cried. But I knew... When I see, I'm gonna ball up right now. I knew <laughs> God, when I cried you, that I was getting better. So this is the reason why I asked you that is to be able to tell you this and to be able to give encouragement to all your listeners out there. You found your intended purpose. Bingo. That's what I'm speaking about today. Not about just my testimony. Not just about what uh, what my past was but to give encouragement and to offer it to anyone that wants to listen, that right now you might be lost, you might be in the fog, you might be struggling. I can promise you this, that if you give it up to the big man above, you get low, you get down on your knees, and you say, I cannot do this anymore, and you're tired of the insanity, and you're tired of being tired, give up your life to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Mm. let him take over, and he will show you your intended purpose, purpose and bless you. And there is nothing more gratifying than finding 
that purpose and, and knowing that you can use these gifts that were locked inside of you for so long. How happy are you right now? I, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond, I'm, I'm, I'm not even just happy, I'm joyful. 30, didn't, you, didn't I hear you right, 30 months you got? Correct. 30 months. Did you ever think three years ago that you would be doing a no. podcast? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I couldn't even imagine a life of sobriety. Jim, I didn't sober well. I'll tell you what, <laughs> right. I did not sober well, you know, unaided by a power greater than myself. I do not sober. I just don't. I cannot. I get restless. I get irritable, irritable. and discontented. Yep. Amen. And then the only solution, because I get blocked off from God. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Get you get blinded. Off. Yep. I stop. If I, you know, uh, it's all, it's a daily thing, right? So I got to pray and I got to, and I, and I got to be of service and, and, and I got to be able to, to connect. Right. You right, know? Right, right. And that's my, that's my medicine. Right. You know? And, and, and there's a simple word that, that can sum that up right there. Exactly what you said. Hope. Yeah. You found hope. I did. When you found that hope. So you're clean and sober now. Now you don't have that fog. Now you can start having that communication. Now you can start having conversation. And it goes from I'm having weekly conversation to every other day down to a day to everything that you're doing, you're having conversation. It's because your hope is growing. You have hope that you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be a sober man. That's right. You have hope in what the promises that the Lord gave you. You That's have right. hope in his word that, hey, if I confess my sins, he is faithful and just and he'll purify me of my sins. He'll purify me of all unrighteousness. You have hope That's that right. he will absolutely cover you and take care of you. That's right. You have that hope. Guess what that did? What? That strengthened your faith. Correct. Correct. Faith you didn't have 30 months ago. I didn't. No, there's no way. You know, it's funny because I, I wiped the slate clean because I didn't have the ability to create a concept of a, of a God. So I just had to, I had to wipe it clean and I just had to do what the people that had recovered and had what I wanted, did, right? Right. You had to look at their example. That's right. And, and you they're know, they're like that show and tell program, right? right like, right. you know, I felt like you felt. I did what you did. I thought like you thought, and then I recovered. And here's how. And I I did it the twelve step way. Right. You know. And the twelve step way led me to a series of actions which allowed me to remove all the barriers to accessing God, you know? I was blocked, I was all blocked up in, you know, uh, steps four and five, remove- are beasts. Oh my oh God, Oh my, they are beasts. Jim, brother. Oh, are you kidding me? I, I cried for the first time, for the first time in so many yeah. years, Yeah. in step five, Yeah. I cried. Uh, but I knew when I see I'm gonna ball up right now. I knew <laughs> when I cried you, that I was getting better. That you were starting to heal. Are you kidding me? I was releasing. I was I was understanding. You were unburdening that 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 toxic Ugh. burden. Ugh, that infection. Oh my gosh, that stuff it just welters in you. Let's, let's just take an infection. Here you go. 
an infection. How does it start? It starts with a scratch. The scratch gets festered up. What does it do? It covers up and it builds. It does. It builds. And it feeds on itself, right? Ah, yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. I'm graphic. Yeah. I can't help it. That's I like how it. I, am. I like it. We've talked almost. To, now we've talked about a lot of things on this podcast, but Gain Green isn't one of Gain them. Gain Green isn't. See, we're breaking every boundary we're you got, brown, brother. brother. Yeah. My gosh. Tell, so tell me what it's like now uh, for Big Jim Downs. What? What? What motivated Big Jim Downs to say, I got to walk across America to spread a message of hope and recovery? His name, first off, the Lord gave me the vision of this uh, over a year ago. I've been, I've surrendered my life to him. I let him lead me in every direction and everything that I do. But he puts person, people, places, and things in front of me that be able to give me the direction, the fire, the ability. I mean, he gave me a gift of gab, and now I'm using it for him instead of me. And right. it's, it's, this is great. But he put a guy in my life named Alex Peters. Alex, when I got into the recovery program, uh, Alex was the senior house manager in the program. He'd been in there nine months. He was a, uh, uh, he was a professional wrestler. Uh, Alex was fighting uh, pain pill addiction. Mm -hmm. Alex was a midget. Really? They took the biggest guy <laughs> in the program and in two weeks roomed me with the smallest guy <laughs> in the program. This is a made for TV. This is not even a made. This is a Hollywood film <laughs> waiting to happen, brother. This, we're reenacting Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Danny DeVito from Twins. Yeah. And, you know, they thought that these two guys ain't going to match. Right. I'm just a rough rider, dude. Yep. I don't, I'm, yep. I hate yep. everyone. Yep. Yep. When I walked in the room, Alex looked at me and he goes, let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> he's pointing up to me and he's just underneath my chin. Let me tell you something, buddy. We're going to have Bible study. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to talk and you're going to get through this through the grace of God. If you don't like it, get out. <laughs> I'm down looking at him going, yeah, okay, little buddy. Nice. Nice yeah, that's little guy. Cute. That's yeah, right. Cute. Yeah, right, right. He actually ended up becoming my best friend, my Amazing. mentor, and my roommate while he was in the program. That is so cool. He, uh, he, three weeks before he graduated, he relapsed in the program. Wow. And he made the most horrible decision. He let his pride take over, and they said, stay in the program. We're going to drop you back a few months. Right. We're going to see what we can do to No, he wanted out. So he left. Three weeks later, he's on life support. He OD'd. So my case manager, John, comes to me at lunch and goes, I got bad news. I don't know how to tell you, so I'm going to just tell you. I went, okay, I thought my dad might have passed. Mm -hmm. He goes, Alex OD'd. He's in the hospital. I said, we got to go. I became real close with his family, so I... We, we went there, and for five days, I was with his family, and uh, I was with, his, uh, with him, his family, for five days in the hospital with him. I had never seen so many doctors come into the room on a Sunday night, and uh, February 29th, leap year, and, uh, 2016, and, and say, the only thing keeping him alive is his brainstem. He's dead, and uh, there's no hope. So uh, immediately they wheeled him down to the uh, hospice room, and uh, I went with the family. I was standing out in the uh, in the hallway, and uh, all the doctors, nurses, and everything come out. So I'm I'm in the hallway and I'm praying for my brother. I mean I, I'm lost. I'm like wow, wow that quick. Next thing I know, the door opens up, and Alex might have been a midget, but his mama wasn't. His mama Maria, big woman, yeah. big mama, mm -hmm. she come out, snatched me up by my collar, 
drug me in that room, put me at the foot of the bed, walked around, walked around to the head of the bed, sat down, and Alex is going through the motion. He's breathing fast, shallow, and she looks at me and points in my face and goes, now you pray for him. Brother, if that don't light a fire under you, I've never been through anything like that. So I'm praying for my brother that's now dying and dies. And what that, what happened, and I believe this now, that everything is, happens for the good and glory of God. God gave me the message that I needed. Mm -hmm. I knew the beginning process of addiction through my life, and I knew how during the addiction I ruined my life and so many others. My kids, the five wives that I had. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jim, you're the first person I met that had more wives than me. Hey! God bless you. I had only three. I win. Amazing. So I ruined so many lives during my process. I did not know the end result of addiction, which is death. Right. That was what it's always me. It's death. always death. That lit the fire in me. That's the message that God gave me. He said, no longer are you going to sit idly by and let this happen. You're going to go out and use Alex's story, and you're going to go out and encourage others to know, guess what? If you don't get sober, you're dead. It's as simple as that. Three weeks ago, one of the guys, this year alone, four people have passed away that I was in the program with. Here's the numbers. You ready? Let me, let me rock let's the numbers it. to you. Yep, let's do it. 126 men in 2016 were in the program with me. 15 of us graduated. You ready? Yeah. I'm the only one sober. Wow. Out of 126 men. Wow. Four dead. Wow. We need to draw a line in the sand. We need to draw a line in the dirt. We need to go to war against addiction. We need to go to war now. All of you out there that are listening, listen. I'm going to take over for a second. Do brother. it. I got do you. It. Jim, do it. Everyone out there that is hearing this podcast, you right now need to come forward. You need to step up. You need to step out. You need to get involved. You went through this yourself. You understand this more than anyone else, that addiction kills and that it almost took your life. You need to get involved. You need to make a difference. It isn't going to be the government that does it. It's not going to be big corporation doing it. And let me tell you something. The churches aren't doing enough. So guess what? We got to rely on the addicts and alcoholics of this nation to step forward to be able to reach out and help the other addicts and alcoholics that are struggling. Right now is your time to go to war against addiction. And that means recovering out loud, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, so you yes. take your recovery and you recover out loud. We don't need to recover in silence anymore. No more. You can recover out loud, and you can say that I did battle addiction, I did battle alcoholism, and I was saved from my addiction, and I was saved from my alcoholism, and you can do that too. Just do what I do. Listen, just get out here and admit, admit it. Just understand it and use it. Guess what? You went through everything in your life for a reason. You are the person God created you to be. You are uniquely made. You went through all the struggles that you did. Think of how strong you are and what a voice you have. You went through it all for the purpose right here, right now. If this message is touching your heart, Get involved. I've got the way. Go to BigJimsWalk.com. Join the Million Man Army. Let's come together and build free recovery programs that will reach out and let anybody in without an application process. You need help? Come on. 
Come on. BigJimsWalk.com. He's walking for recovery. He's walking to spread the message of hope that you can indeed recover from addiction and alcoholism. And you can use your recovery as a superpower for good. Because you recover out loud. Out loud. Make noise about it. Guess what? Your past is your past. That doesn't define who you are today. What? What? Did anybody get that? Do I got a church in the house? Come on. Your past is your past. Your past is your past. And you are who you are today. You are who you are, and it, the past does not define who you are tomorrow. God bless you, Big Jim. God you are going to give a brother. big, amazing talk here at the Sober and Serious Barbecue. Sober and Serious, I cannot baby. wait to hear it. Thank you for being a part of God the Way Out you, podcast. Brother. I love you, brother. God bless Thank you, my man. Amen. All right. Awesome stuff. If you want to get a hold of Big Jim, go to BigJimsWalk.com, or you can email share at WayOutCast.com, and... You darn skippy, I'll get him the message. Come on, let's do it, brother. Peace out. Amen. Thank you for being a part of The Way Out, where we share stories from people just like you who have recovered from alcoholism and other addictions. If you would like to reach out to the show, you can visit us on the web at wayoutcast.com. That's wayoutcast, all one word, dot com. Or drop your host a friendly email at share at wayoutcast.com. There, you can also find links to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podcast Garden. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the podcast, contact me at share at wayoutcast.com. See you next time. And remember, if you don't change, your sobriety day will.